Kentucky Roll Call Podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Happy holidays from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This past year has been stressful for everyone, especially now that the holidays are here and finding effective ways to cope may seem impossible. That's why I trust my friends over at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with the most THC allowed by law. Leave the holiday stress behind when you share Cornbread Hemp with your loved ones this holiday season. They even have gifts for your parents too. So from now until Christmas, enjoy an extra 30% off your entire purchase when you visit cornbreadhemp.com and enter the promo code BIGX at checkout. Enjoy the entire holiday season with a little help from our friends at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's first choice for all things CBD. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be, cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Howdy ho, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. December 23rd, 2021. KRC's last show before the big Christmas weekend. We appreciate you tuning in, playing the podcast, however you're listening to us. We are thankful. Happy Thursday to you. Kentucky, the most dominant team in the history of the Commonwealth. We did it. We did it. Wow. Just... Can anybody beat Kentucky in basketball in the state of Kentucky? Can, I don't think so. Can anybody get within 29 points? Uh, I, I think that the Notre Dame game completely – I think Kentucky was just kind of joking around at Notre Dame. Ooh, I, I think blessing Calipari, in disguise? Calipari being a good Catholic said, we're going to give you – that. we went to the grotto, we had some gabagool, and we're going to give you this one, Notre Dame. But then after that one, we're going to become the best team in the history of basketball. Suck it, Western Kentucky. And Louisville, it would have been you. It, it would have would, been. been you. No, that was a lot of fun last night. It's Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, I'm TJ Walker. How's everybody doing? Good. I am. I'm great. Great. Uh, great to see Kentucky smash the way they did. Oh, and by the way, if we're playing the transitive property game, which Nick loves to play all the time, love it. That would have been a 45 point win against Louisville last night. No big deal. 45 points. Yeah. Man. That's pretty embarrassing. Bad time to be a U of L fan, I suppose. Absolutely. Gosh. Imagine. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine that. Roush, how was your win- how was your Wednesday? I, I feel you know, I this was a weird night for a lot of people. It was just it was supposed to be, you know, even for U of L fans, it was supposed to be 
you go to a bar, you go to a house party, you go to your family's house. It was supposed to be a big night. They last minute try to string this game together. Western doesn't carry the same punch, but I still, you know, everything I said the last couple of days, I believed it was a tricky matchup. It was a Western's probably going to be a tournament team. This is a, and you got to get up for it because they're going to be motivated to play. Kentucky answered every, every call, I, anything you could have thrown at them in terms of, Oh, are you going to get up for this opponent? And they've got a seven, five guy. He could block some shots. He blocked a lot of shots. It, 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 they still were just ready for everything that Western threw at them, came out prepared. And then again, so much of basketball when you're playing at this level at Kentucky and you, and you should be getting the caliber of players Kentucky's getting, just comes down to hitting shots, Roush, and, and Kentucky was hitting them at Rupp Arena for really the first time maybe all season. Man, it, it's almost like Rupp Arena is a hard place to shoot, and it takes guys <laughs> to get some time to get adjusted to the sight lines. Uh, because Kellen Grady in his 11th game as a Wildcat, and I think that would be his eighth at Rupp Arena, finally got into one of those zones. I, I mentioned it yesterday. You know, there's a lot of guys that come into Rupp and they get hot. Well, it was one of Kentucky's guys that got hot. And it, it was kind of weird, TJ, in that the first half, it felt like they were balling them out. It was only a nine-point game. And then Western made the first couple of buckets. It was a, don't look now, it's a four-point game. Uh, if you sneezed or went to take a bathroom break, three minutes later, it's a 19-point game. Uh, Grady got hot, hit a couple threes. And that that run, that was... That was the kind of runs that we're used to seeing, TJ. That quick 15-0 run in the span of three minutes where they just – it's its almost like they got the star in Mario Kart. And they're just – Anybody in their way is just getting bulldozed. Oh, yeah. Just ran over. It was incredible. And I just – I appreciate that two weeks ago we're like, man, just give us something to cheer about. Well, dude, we're all – it feels like this Kentucky team's invincible right now. They are on fire. <laughs> it really kind of does. Like, that was an absolute beatdown. And Western didn't shoot uh, didn't shoot well, didn't shoot anything close like they did against Louisville. But I don't think Western played particularly awful. And you're right. And, and Kentucky came right out of the gate and played pretty well. Because at halftime, I, with the people I, were, I was watching it with, I said, man, we're playing pretty well. We should be up double digits at half. If we're not up do double digits at half, if Kentucky's not up by 10-plus, this is a little disappointing because you have out you should be up by more than 10. You've outplayed them by more than 10 points. You've looked like a double-digit better team so far in this half. And Western got a late bucket to make it nine. I, I, was, I was okay with it. Uh, I didn't really have any issues. And then what do they do? Same thing like against North Carolina, Roush. Uh, the exact opposite against Notre Dame. They come out that second half and they just say, you know what, if you had any hope, let's just go ahead and douse this real quick under 16 TV timeout game over. And that's what they did against UNC. Yeah, that's what they did against exactly. Western. Yeah. And again, you know, I, I, I like, I love this Kentucky fan base. And there's going to be a lot of text on the Thornton's text line of people saying, oh, I forgot what it was like for Kentucky to have a dominant streak for a couple games and stuff along those lines. And I do get that. It's last season completely and totally sucked. The year before that was a pretty good year, but people forget about that because it's been a while and you never got it, the payoff pitch on that one. Right, it was a 3-2 right. count and the ump said, everybody just go home. We're not going to have an NCAA tournament. And that hurts and that, and that stinks for a lot of folks. But I like this UK fan base. No, John Calipari didn't miraculously learn how to coach uh, the offense if it was archaic 
a month ago. It's still the same style. Uh, let's just remember the, what this team can do. Because, Roush, if anything, these last two games have just told me that the Notre Dame game was a, a, an anomaly. It was a bad game. Teams have that. Calipari's teams yeah. have that. They have those on the road, especially. That's that's a trait of some Calipari teams is they lose to teams they shouldn't in true road game atmospheres. Part of that's Kentucky, big name, biggest game for these teams. It, there's truth to John Calipari's little Super Bowl rant, but you still shouldn't lose to the Notre Dames of the world. Point is, I think that team, this team took that loss personally. And what you did against UNC, and then you got to remember, Western Kentucky – was riding high. They were soaring. They had yeah, momentum. Yeah. Similar to how we were feeling after the UK-UNC game, they were feeling this probably even more uh, after romping Louisville. And they get this once-in-a-decade, one, maybe two decades, opportunity to play Kentucky. A lot of Kentuckians on the roster. And UK just said almost from the tip, nah, don't, don't, don't get any funny ideas about leaving this arena happy. Really, really – impressed with the way they they played and then the fact that we've gone 12 minutes and we haven't mentioned 28 <laughs> rebounds it that is there was times last night roush and <laughs> I, I had a few beers during the game and then a buddy came over and this this was like good old-fashioned christmas break uh 12 year old fun we just played ping pong for like Three and a half hours. It was awesome. <laughs> and and he's better than I am, so I was kind of getting waxed here and there. But it was good. I hadn't played ping pong in a good bit. But there was just times during the night where i just stop and be like, Oscar Shibway out-rebounded Western Kentucky, and this is a real thing that happened yeah. in our lives. You know, we stopped, we I, when I was previewing Oscar Shibway and what you know he could do for this team, I said – there could be games he could out-rebound entire teams, but he's not going to get enough minutes. They're not going to try to do that. Foul They're gonna trouble. Blah, 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 blah. Right, Foul right, trouble, right. exactly. Uh, one, never thought it'd come against a team that has a seven-foot-five dude. Two, I never actually thought we'd see it while I you know, said that it's possible. He is a monster rebound. He is a machine. Oscar Shibway the machine. It happened. It happened and it happened against Western Kentucky. And Western, uh, you, you know, it was good seeing you. If this ends up being a thing, I'm cool with that. If it's not, that doesn't bother me none either. But you're going to get made fun of for being out-rebounded by a, a one singular player uh, until you beat Kentucky, just so you know. So we'll be kind of poking some fun at you for that one for a good bit. Oscar Shibway is just – and then when he went down, I was like, you know, I'm not even worried. Like, knock on wood, he's going to be all right. This dude is just so tough. He's strong. He got right back up, came back Whenever in. Whenever he got uh, CPR, was that <laughs> it? 28 <Yeah>. rebounds. <laughs> I, I've never seen anything like that in my life, Roush. And the, the thing was, if you looked at some of the other top rebounding performances, he tied Mike Phillips, so it was the most rebounds by a Wildcat since 1976. And that game, Kentucky, it was at Tennessee. They lost by two in overtime. You know, he was playing the entire game. Uh, Shibway sat quite a bit at the end, and then they, they they he had 24, I think, with like six minutes ago. They sat him for a while, and you thought, okay, well, I guess he's stuck on 24. He comes in and gets four rebounds in like two minutes. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, I was oh, I was at work, and I had saw the 24 rebounds, and I was like, well, and then they took him out. I was like, oh, that's a great night. I mean, that's really, really impressive. Then I get home, and my roommate says something about 28, and I'm like, wait, what? They put him back in? Because at that point, I had already shifted my attention to Indiana with yeah. the game out of control. But uh, good God, 28 rebounds. I I just 
you know, you knew he was having a big game and he was getting a ton of rebounds and they'd show it every so often on the stats. But scrolling along Twitter, when he crossed the 20 mark, I was like, oh my gosh, this is nuts. And then it just kept going and it kept going and it kept going. Uh, There's so much I want to talk about this game. I I enjoyed it so thoroughly. I don't know if it was just part of me, like you were anticipating UK, U of L. So like naturally I was a little more ramped up. But to be excited about a game, Roush, and then for the Cats to deliver two times in a row, I agree with the Texers on the Thornton sex line. This is Kentucky basketball. That's what it should look like. This is what it should be. No, you have to beat everybody about 30. Not everybody, but you should do it. You should do it every so often. Um, And to do it, the back-to-back teams, good teams, in my opinion, uh, and games that mattered, while Kentucky and Western, it's not UK, U of L. Uh, it's still fun, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of Cats fans in the western part of the state. And you know what? If if that gives you a little braggy, even more bragging rights over Western Kentucky, then 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 so be it. Uh, happy for those folks as well. Uh, probably a lot of Cats fans in Bowling Green that are that are wearing blue today and happy about that. So uh, good times, Roush. All around fun. Man, it, and that was the thing is you, you felt like Kellen Grady was going to be the story of the game, and then Sheboy does that, but hell. Tata Washington had 20 points, and you didn't even notice it until you looked at the box score. It's yeah. almost kind of like Oscar's rebounding game where it kind of snuck up on you. And really, I think the long-term, what might be the biggest development of all of this was Jacob Toppin and his yeah. ability to – like this This was the Jacob Toppin we thought we could get where he doesn't have to do a, a ton. Like you, you don't need him to – to be a guy who's going to score a ton of points. But he had 12, 12 points, six assists, and they were all highlight momentum swinging kind of plays where he's just dunking on – there's a tip slam, and then there's a dunk in the open court. He was making the big plays that really gave – injected some energy into Rupp Arena and really, really brought that place to life. That 360 Never- layup was oh. – Unreal. Oh, oh. Everybody now, there ain't no stopping a hopping Jacob Toppin. That there 360 ain't layup no was a hopping uh, Jacob Toppin. It was crazy. Like, how, how does a human do that? Yeah. That was really uh, impressive. And he just, you know, he just stayed in the air. I wouldn't have against the zone, you can you're you're more likely to get offensive rebounds. So there was a piece of me that was like, okay, you know what? Jacob Toppin, not a great offensive player, but the way he kind of can find lanes and soar, this could be a nice game for him. Who would have thought, though, that Keon Brooks kind of has not his worst game of the season, but he doesn't play particularly well. Foul trouble, a big reason as to why. Toppin comes in. Does, it's just it, I, I'm starting to really like what I see from this team. And, Roush, I think Calipari's starting to – lock into a rotation you're you're starting to see who he feels more comfortable getting big minutes and who's kind of on the outside looking in and unfortunately for a damian collins or a bryce hopkins that's kind of where you're at but toppin's going to get minutes davion mintz is going to get minutes those are your six and sevens off the bench first and and second most times most most scenarios uh, and then obviously the starters he, he feels confident in but good for for people like me that wonder if Jacob Toppin should get more minutes last night was kind of a, huh, maybe he should get more minutes, but <laughs> Brooks was in foul trouble. I think if you can just get somebody, one of those two stepping up any given night, uh, if you can get just something out of the four position, yeah. you're going to be fine. Last night it was Toppin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be Brooks. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, yeah. No, that that's that's what Kentucky needs because Sheboy's doing everything in the glass. Even when he's not finishing, I liked um, I liked watching him test sharp. You know, like that. You're going up against a seven foot five guy. It takes a little while to kind of get your bearings and. You know, I think right away he tried to go at him, but the length was just too much. Um, so then he went to, all right, well, I'll either face up against you or I'll just go so quick that you can't try to block my shot. And even when they didn't fall, like I was I was really encouraged by what Shibway was experimenting with in the paint. Um, and, man, he just – 28 rebounds. I mean, we can't we, – he beat a Shaq record. Like, that's <laughs> crazy. A Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal had the Rupp Arena record of 21, and he just blew by that and kind of made it look easy. UK played against a guy who had seven block shots. I wonder when the last time the Cats played against an opponent that had seven block shots yeah. against them. Yeah, and I, seven I, in the first half, too. Yeah, I wonder who the last time Whoa. he had seven blocks in a half and didn't get one he, in the second half. Yeah. Whoa, I did thought – I mean, I knew it was a big number. I, gosh, I thought it was, he got one in the second half. I knew at halftime it was kind of like, whoa, he's got that many. That's crazy. That is absolutely nuts. And I can guarantee you the last time Kentucky played a team that had a player that had five-plus blocks, I bet they didn't win by 35 freaking points. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I know that uh, – I I think that the the record was 11, but the most at Rupp by an opponent at Rupp was 10, and that was David Robinson back in the day. So – that's that's how long it's been since somebody had a shot blocking performance like that, and Sharp just couldn't do anything in that second half. Some of it is I think I think he got hurt for a little bit and went out, but um, you know, and also the game Kentucky was just kind of doing whatever the hell they wanted mm -hmm. in the second half. Man. Yeah, I was I was surprised to see the strategy. It kind of goes to show. I got to remind myself this. I don't really know everything there is to know about basketball. I don't know if I would have done that if if I was the head coach. I don't know if I would have told Chibai, you know what, go challenge this dude. He's gonna block your shot, big whoop. Just keep at him, keep at him, keep at him. And you know he wore I, on him. That strength wore on him. It really did. He he wore down, and you know that allowed. If you're running a zone in the middle of your guy, especially. The, the the tree in your zone, your seven foot five guy, if he wears down, then the zone's dead. I mean, it, it, it's gone if if that guy loses as badly as he did, because uh, Oscar just feasted. And, and you know, the twenty eight points. Let's not forget like or twenty eight rebounds. Excuse me. Let's not forget fourteen points with that is not nothing to to kind of shrug at against a seven foot five guy. Fourteen yeah. points is, is is pretty solid. And then a classic, you know. Uh, Shibway fashion, he was efficient, but I, I bet he sees a 50% field goal night and probably is like ashamed of himself. But <laughs> even then, you know, if that's a bad night for him, not not too shabby. I was I was surprised by the strategy of, of what they were going to do with Shibway, but what a what a game for him. I don't know how NBA teams can't kind of be noticing what this dude's doing. I don't know how this guy isn't on national player of the year list. He should be. He's, the Ken Palm... I, you know, he has a metric that's National Player of the Year watch, and Shibuya's second right now on it. So um, nights like tonight are what get you noticed in those big kind of Player of the Year races, and Shibuya is certainly among them. Yeah, who's first? If you don't, if you do, you have it in front of you by chance? Um, give me, give me a second, and I can pull it up. Yeah, no, no rush. Happy Festivus to everybody, Justin. You celebrating Festivus? Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> Are you familiar with the holiday? Do you have any grievances you want to air? No, I'm good. You sure? Yeah. 
Yeah. Any feats of strength? What What was that even from? Why uh, do I know that? Uh, Seinfeld. I, I know, and I hate having to be Seinfeld? the one being like, oh, you don't watch Seinfeld? Because I'm new to Seinfeld. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it is. It's Sein, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. My roommate, my roommate has just dove into Seinfeld here recently and caught a few episodes. Pretty good. Yeah, if you like, okay. it, it's not that it, Okay, a, a little class, buddy. We're doing a radio show. <laughs> oh, what a funny guy. Sorry, I mean, I'm just going to have to mute till he stops. Hold on. Here's the thing. I don't know how to figure... Like, I'm on Ken Palm. I don't know how Ken Palm even works to figure that out. Oh, so did you just see that, like, tweet somewhere? And We were just discussing it. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. In the, uh, gotcha. Well, no big. I mean, it probably wouldn't be too hard to figure out who should be some of the players of the year. Although, well, you know what? I don't blame him. This neighbor is going out of this driveway in, like, the slowest speed possible. Basically asking for my dog to bark at him. <laughs> okay, we should we should be all good. Apologies for that. It's a good boy. Just protecting yeah. the house. Yeah, making good. sure there's no riffraff coming near. Does Santa Claus come and visit Abe too? Oh yeah. Well, if he's a good boy, so we'll see. But oh, he, he you know Abe wrote his list and he's expecting goodies. He it is cute. He will like pay more attention to his stocking once it's hung up. You know, he has no idea which day. Obviously, in a little doggy brain, you got no idea which day it's going to be. But he knows, like, this bad boy is eventually going to have some delicious, delicious T-R-E-A-T's in it. Mm. You know yeah, the best got- gift to give a dog and they wouldn't appreciate it is like a bunch of W-A-L-K-I-O-U's? You can't say the word or he'll start freaking out. But, like, yeah, you know, right. good for any occasion. You just hand it past <laughs> mom or dad, and they got to get off their lazy butts and go take you for a WALK. That'd be a That's great funny. gift. Yeah. What about, what, about your, what about your pups? Um, They're not big toy people. Um, oh. Yeah, they're, like, you Are know. Are they big toy dogs? <laughs> <laughs> you said not big toy people? Never mind. <laughs> no, I got Good one, Justin. Don't back down from that. Great one. I thought it was great. Just suck yeah. it, buddy. I know it was great, but you just got me. <laughs> you totally got me. Oh, you also said something about first off. Can Vanetti ever just say, hey, Nick Roush also has a radio show? Is that impossible for him to do? <laughs> He's never he once usually- dude. I love hearing you on that show, and I think they do a great uh, that show is a, a underrated show in town because it's just kind of like you know, life show, Roush, right? Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, right. this is a sports show. That's just like a news life show. And I think they do a good job with it. They sound like they have a lot of fun. And at the end of the day, that's all. The, you know, you're having fun doing it. They sound like they are. That's important. I love hearing you on it. Anytime that you are, I, I do my, my best to try to tune in and hear it. But the next time that he says that you're on radio will be the first time. Seriously. Well, he'll, he's, he'll usually, like, sneak it in, like, He's big. He's he's moved on up, and he's on the radio now. Like it'll be like a sneak in there because you know they don't want to actually like plug a competitor. Yeah, so they're they're eight forty. Who cares? Plug a competitor, you lose. <laughs> like Roush is giving you his time coming on. Uh, really good stuff, all as always. But you did say something yesterday that kind of cracked me up, and I know where your heart was at, but like. Just this this kind of goes to show her out. There's people when we say stuff that are just screaming in their in their cars. This was me yesterday listening to you. You said, Well, regarding tickets, 
you, with, with, for Louisville fans, for this, that, and the other, you kind of get what you pay for if you bought on the secondary market. And I was thinking to myself, quite literally, this is not what they paid for. It is not. <laughs> this is a scenario where you're not getting what you paid for. You paid for something, you're getting something different. It cracked me up. But I got your sentiment of just like, well, you know, that's that's the risk you take. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Especially during a pandemic. It is really funny, though, even when you think. <laughs> I was just in my well, car. There's also like, no! a difference, no! too, in like, uh, I, I remember in college, just the concept of proofreading like you don't it's not what you mean personally it's what an outsider has to they have to know exactly what you're saying mm -hmm. uh that that sort of deal so putting yourself in other shoes that is funny uh, uh, it also was man we were right um that i was driving back to kentucky yesterday and we were doing the uh okay this is right around the point where we need to stop so duke can get a break and get out of the car and I was on the phone with them, and I was like, oh, dang, we usually stop here, miss the exit. It was just uh, – I, I, I'm glad you couldn't hear through the radio that I was uh, – The chaos on the other side of the line? Yeah, yeah, because there, there oh, was a bit of did. chaos, yeah. No, it sounded like you were in a car, but no, no besides that, would have had, had no idea that you were even with the old family. Usually you hear Brooke whining about something in the background, so it was yeah. shocking. Couldn't, couldn't hear her. Do you tell, you with tell her I said that, and, by the way. Yeah, I will. I'll tell her that. <laughs> hey, I finally figured out Kim Palm's website. Uh, EJ Liddell is first. Uh, oh, I've heard of that guy before. Shebway is second ahead of Chet Holmgren, uh, Trevion Williams from Purdue, and Keegan Murray from Iowa. Yeah, and you got to probably put Paulo Benchero on the – if we're really talking about the players that are having the best seasons this year, there they are. And then, yeah, probably throw in Benchero. And Shebway, guess what? You're going to – I know Kentucky's still – got a couple games uh, in December, but you're most likely going to start the, the new calendar year and have two full more full months of regular season play and then a postseason March, and you're going to be right in the thick of maybe a player for the year race. And, and that's that I, I would have never in a million years guessed it. I knew Sheway was going to be a good player for Kentucky. He was going to bring it each and every night. But to be on the a national player of the year list, Roush, I did not anticipate that. Speaking of Banchero, um, God – I, do we are we already shoehorning Duke talk into every basketball broadcast ESPN? Like, read the room. No, we don't. We don't need that. Maybe hey. oh, Duke's coming up on ESPN. We don't need some sort of can Carl Ravage conversation about. I mean, not even Duke isn't even Duke yet. Like, they're not even in Zion. We weren't even getting the Coach K tour. It was just like, so what do you think of Duke this year? Like, I do not need that in my Kentucky Western Kentucky broadcast. Do not need that at all get that nonsense the hell out of here yeah duke can can give a big old suck i mean and then i watched just a little bit of that game like i was flipping to it in between commercial breaks of that army missouri game and they can they can just do no wrong at home i mean in the acc virginia tech's probably the best team they'll play from the conference they're eight and six now the acc sucks hey God. notre dame beat texas a&m corpus christi so well, good for them there's that. Or a peak Corpus Christi. Text into the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1415. Stop by Thornton's on your way into the office. Hopefully this is your last day in the office. Ideally, maybe not even a full day for you. Regardless, whatever you, you've got scheduled for Christmas, the remainder of this week, go get you a donut and some coffee today. Judging by the roads on the way here, there's nobody working today. Good. You'll well, love to hear it. That's southern Indiana, though. 
No, it's usually Rotary pretty popping when I'm pretty coming light in. this time of the morning. Mm. Whatever you say, pal. <laughs> Just wanted to see what you're going to say to that. Just wanted to see. All right. Um, there, I, I've got. I've got to apologize to somebody. It's certainly not Scooter Dingus, but we'll do. I got to apologize to to a Thornton's text line texter when we return here on Big X Sports Radio. We've got a lot more to get to on today's show. It's going to be a fun one. We appreciate you joining us. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Taylor. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Don't ever leave me. Ever. Good. Because I'd find you. <laughs> Love the Christmas music going into that break, Justin. Good good song. Do you want to hear a funny uh, anecdote about that song? I do. I love so, anecdotes, especially funny ones. Uh... I was, uh, my Nana, she, she helped raise us. That was who we stayed at home with when we were kids. And, um, uh, one year I, I was probably, you know, seven or eight. She kept singing that song just over and over and over like on repeat. And it was driving my mother crazy. Whenever she beat home, you, you've got to stop singing that song. That song is going to drive me crazy. And, we were at Christmas Eve mass that year, and I don't know what happened, but she like bit down when eating on the bread, and she lost two of her bottom teeth. <laughs> on, the, mom, on the body of the, the body of Christ? Yeah, my mom said, well, that's what you get for singing that damn song. <laughs> I'd be worried that like this is a sign I'm going to H-E double hockey sticks or something. Oh, man. It was... Uh... It was it was quite humorous. We got quite a kick out of that. Uh, yeah, that, that is that is good stuff. One time at church, this is unrelated, but um, kid dropped the communion, and mm-hmm. no big deal. You see that from time to time. Yeah, but this, I think I was in second grade when, and we had a really old Irish priest, Father John, mm-hmm. and he he was like, you know, he's very he's very old. He was like, pick it up. Yeah, and so John went and he picked it up. The other kid was John too. There's two Johns in this situation. Uh, it, but John, when he picked it up and he went to hand it back to the priest and the priest went, eat it Yeah, in front of everybody. So he had to eat this communion that had fallen to the ground. I didn't know that that was, that was, the, that was the routine. <laughs> I feel like I'd be like, no, no, thank you, sir. I'll, it's I'll second get, rule. It's I'll got Jesus. It. It's got Jesus on in there anyway. So, you know, you're good. <laughs> Jesus ain't getting germs on him. The antibody of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're on a roll today, folks. Nah, I think we're all just kind of slap happy. I didn't get a ton of sleep, but I, I'm I'm riding high from some Kentucky. When do they play again? When, 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 uh, when are the Cats week, at it again? I think a week from last night. I think next Wednesday. They'll play Missouri at uh, – I think it's at Rupp to open up SEC play. God, Missouri yeah. looked horrible. <laughs> they're terrible yeah man i i actually i didn't blame tennessee for moving on from kwanzo martin but i thought he was getting something going there mm-hmm. and 
no, turns out probably he wasn't because Rick Barnes is actually getting something going. Nice win for the Volunteers yesterday beating Arizona. And then now Quanzo Martin in Missouri, he just hasn't done Jack Diddley. Yeah, I've, I've I've always kind of liked Quanzo too, but you're right. He hey. hasn't done Diddley. Uh, speaking of not doing Diddley, Eli Drinkwitz, you can take all the suckets and suck <laughs> Freaking loser. What happened? <laughs> Gosh. That did guy. you lose money on him? I did. I did, but I don't care. He still lost because he's a loser. Freaking loser. Not a good day for the SEC yesterday. Texas A&M drops out. That was kind of a wild story, Roush. Yeah, and uh, Rutgers is going to replace him as a 5-7 and seven team. They're going to bring everybody back and get ready for a, a bowl game nine days away. Uh, I wow. know the NCAA Oversight Committee has to still approve it and say, okay, we're good. And uh, I think Ross Dellinger said that there might be couple folks on that committee that are apprehensive about doing it on short notice but i mean people people have less than a week to prepare all the time like that they, they, they should be able to do this so I, I ultimately think it will happen um but yeah pretty pretty crazy uh shiano man getting in a bowl game at five and seven going to throw something together to play uh wake forest down in jacksonville so glad they're able to figure out something there but man I, that that army missouri game was a really fun football game to watch Missouri took the lead uh they, they, they could have taken the lead with a field goal on fourth and two and they had been giving it to their bowling ball fullback Jacoby uh Buchanan he had been he, he did not get tackled for a loss he had something like 290 straight carries without getting a tackle for a loss you thought they were going to hand it to him on fourth and two instead they run a play action got a dude wide open in the end zone for a touchdown and I was covering at that time. A lot of other folks weren't. It was a five-point game. A lot of people had him at like six and a half. And Missouri promptly turned it over on the next possession. You're thinking, okay, Army, just one more drive. Put it together. They had a three and out. The next possession, they get it. They, they, they forced Missouri to punt. Army gets it back. Another three and out. And you're like, oh, my God, are you serious, Army? You can't just put them away. Missouri goes down, and they scored with like a minute and 20 to go. Uh, two-point conversion, a dude's wide open, and their new quarterback, who I don't know if he's going to end up replacing Basilike or not. He's a freshman. Uh, Cook just misses the guy. So instead of being up three, they're only up one, and it was more than enough time to set up a 41-yard field goal for Army. Had a couple. Of, they, they played their third quarterback. Their first guy got hurt. They put in a backup, and then they have a passing specialist. They put in the passing specialist. He completes a couple of passes, and they uh, they end up getting in field goal range, kick a game winner as time expires. So suck at Drinkwitz, you loser. Get the hell out of here. Loser. Yeah, well, I, I, I'll, I'll say this. I've said it before. I'll, I'll continue to say it. We don't need Missouri football ever having any momentum. Kentucky should always be ahead of them as a football program. So if this loss trips them up even ever so slightly, good, good, good. Suck at Missouri. Gosh, suck it. Sorry about that. I thought I hit the mute button. But, I, I mean, especially they, as good as a recruiting class that Kentucky had, you could argue Missouri's oh. was just as good, if not yeah. better. So well, Give me the Cats recruiting class. But they had a great class. I mean, they yeah. it's it, it, it's wild. I would have never in a million years thought, like, Missouri football would kind of be steady in the SEC. And I'm sure Missouri fans probably expect a little bit more. But 
you're 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 doing what you're going to be doing. You're you're probably doing better than than you will be doing. And yeah, you had those SEC East years when you first came into the league, but those are long and far behind you, and they're not happening again. That being said, I, I could see Missouri really kind of sinking in the SEC. However, I would never thought the basketball program would have as much trouble as it's had. That, that's a fan base that really cares about basketball, and yeah. they have had they got a nice arena. That arena is sick. Nothing to hang their hat on since they've been in the SEC. I don't know if they had a tournament win since they've been in the SEC. I, I, I can't think of it if they do. I can't remember Missouri being in the round of 32 in the last nine years. Maybe it happened once. Do they certainly even, haven't been to Sweet Sixteen. Did they even make it the year that Michael Porter Jr. did his thing? I mean, yeah, lost first oh round. Gosh. So they, they did, lost they in the, make the tournament. They lost in the second round in their first year in the SEC with Frank. Okay. So they have one win in that first year. Um, and That's I'm not wild. Sure. That's. I mean, you'd say that was kind of crazy about really any SEC program, let alone one that has a little bit of a basketball. Tradition. I don't think they've ever been to a Final Four, I mean, but they they take basketball seriously. That that rivalry with Kansas was probably the best thing for them, and ever since then they've just been a, a stinky wet fart. They were a two seed in a thirty win team their final season in the Big Twelve. They lost in the second round. The Norfolk and, State, right? Yeah, or no, or, well, the, the first round. You're are you getting the rounds mixed up? Well, I, remember I'm just when they used the Sports to, Reference? So that it, you remember. It, when they used to call the second, the first round, the second round, and they called the play-in games the first round, and everybody's yeah, like, well, "This is I, dumb. This is really dumb." I think you, you might be right. They lost to Norfolk State, and it was hilarious, and everybody had a good laugh. Yeah, that was the one shiny moment, the 2012 year for Kentucky. Yeah, that's when uh, that that season Duke also got upset by somebody Mercer, I think. Good times, uh, man. That was that was great times. Uh, let me. Uh, is there anything, like there? It's a real special feeling, Clark, when Duke loses in the tournament. You know, especially like, it matter early. What, what Kentucky's done, exactly. It, it, it's oh, when it's the first round, it's basically a party. Who cares what the cats or cards have done? When Duke, when Duke gets upset in the tournament, it really like it. You know, March Madness. They call it the big dance, but it's all you really want to do when it happens. You just kind of want to dance. Like it's, you, it's it's good times. You were correct. It was uh, 2012. They lost to Norfolk State in the first round, and. Yeah, no, they haven't won an NCAA tournament game. They lost to Colorado State at Rupp Arena, and that was when the kid had the little ram oh, yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, the full, <laughs> the, the full, the full body ram suit. Oh man, that was so funny. Yeah, we need God. to get Justin one of those. Oh, it fit him perfect. Rocket. You ever wear any onesies or anything like that, Justin? Do I have any? Yeah. No. You don't have any fun onesies, like Christmas onesies or anything. You have onesies? I've got a Christmas onesie. No, I don't have any onesies. I would if they made onesies for six of six people. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be a big and big tall, and tall onesie section, store. Yeah, yeah there's got to be a big and tall <laughs> onesie. I don't really store. pay for the big and tall though. Do you, do the, does the one you have have like the feety, footies on the bottom? Well, I actually was going to put one on the other day for one of our Christmas parties we had to go to or something. And the wife informed me that that was actually her onesie, which I don't think Ooh. I could fit into her onesie. So I was very skeptical. Uh, but that one did have a little feet thing on it. It had like, uh, and it had like a fun little thing on the feet too. I think it's a, a like a little monkey or something. Huh. And so like when you kick your feet, it like the head moves and stuff. It's a, it was a good time. <laughs> onesies are comfortable if nothing else. Yeah, just ask Lucy. 
That's all true. about those onesies, yeah. She can't get enough of them. We can't get enough of the Thornton sex line. 502-414-1450. Text on into the show. We'll read them on air. You know the routine. 502-414-1450. The first texter says, you know if you tell Alexa to play Big X Sports Radio, your show will come on? That's pretty, pretty cool, says one texter. We're big time. It's true. It's true. You can tell your Alexa, play Big X Sports Radio, and then boom, you'll hear Kentucky Roll Call from 7 to 9, Monday through Friday, the replay 9 to 11. And I don't think it'll automatically start playing your podcast, but you never know. Yeah, give it a try. A Texas says college basketball already plays three games in a week. League championship tournament ends on Sunday. NCAA tournament begins on Thursday. Win and you play on Saturday. Three games in a week. Yep. Must have been this must have probably been a Rutherford text. Now that you know. Maybe they were talking about how you can't maybe this is regards to UK and U of L if that game's gonna get played. Oh, yeah. Could be. Do do U of L do do they still want the smoke after watching this? I know Cal. He kind of joked after the game. Uh, he was like, you know, we're if games get canceled. We need to play. We need we need as many games as possible. We'll play teams anywhere, anytime. We'll go even go on the road. We don't care. Um, you know, which I, I actually do believe him. I don't think that's just Cal talk. He. This team needs games more than anything. They need to keep playing, especially right now. But he said, I don't know how many teams are going to want to play us after this. <laughs> so uh, you, you think that scared uh, scared the cards off last night? Cards are scared. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. They're scared. What I will say is, I, I mean, I hate to People were mad at Cal talking down to fans. Yes, what was this about, Roush? What? People... Wait, what? Cal talking down to fans? People were upset at Cal for talking down to fans yesterday. Who said that? I'm glad I didn't see that because I listened to his post game radio remarks. I did not. I did. That's. I think that's going to be. I'm going to corner that market on the blogosphere this year. Uh, Did not. It was like every other post game radio interview he's done at midcourt, where you know he like basketball bennies. If you think he's talking down to you, you're probably being too sensitive. That's just the cold hard truth. Because I don't yes. think Cal is, you know, after having a charity game, team winning by 35, I just can't imagine his first thoughts going into a post-game press conference are, how can I stick it to those UK fans that criticize me? You know what? I'm going to talk down to them. That's what I'm going to do. You're probably just being too sensitive, dude. Mm-hmm. You know? Kentucky won. There's a lot to be happy about with this UK athletics program. Uh, don't get and, and you know what? If you feel like he is talking down, just stop listening. Then, just don't listen to his post game press conference. Can I hey, can I share man. something I'm grateful for? It's Christmas season, of course. Um, I'm grateful that he said that Dante Allen and Lance Ware were dinged up, and that's how they didn't play. Because I, whew, I was not I was not ready to have a any sort of day with Dante Allen takes. It's probably not going to work out for Dante Allen at Kentucky. Maybe he is dinged up. Maybe he's not dinged up. But it, it can work out if he just is cool with chilling. And then I don't, I don't think he is. Next I think, year. And that's fine. If he wants to go, like, you know, that's fine. 
I just, don't, I just don't need yeah. this every single game. Like, yes. I, I, it's 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 exhausting. It's unnecessary. I mean, I, the, the part I also don't get either is like, if I'm going to be outraged as a Kentucky fan for somebody not playing, it should be Damian Collins, not Dante Allen. Like, Damian Collins is was a top 25 recruit and gives you something that other people on the team don't give you. That was kind of the reason behind some of that the Dante Allen takes last year is you didn't have any shooters. You needed a shooter. Why isn't Dante Allen playing? He can shoot. Collins gives you length like nobody else inside. I If, if I'm going to be mad about somebody not playing more, make it be him. I, I, I just, the there's, there's nothing. I feel like you're telling on yourself as like a, uh, the the home state kids got to play no matter what. If you're still having Dante Allen takes, sure. And people are allowed to have favorite players and want to watch their favorite players play, but it has to be in the context of what's best for the team. And when Kentucky's just won two games by an average of thirty two points, teams doing okay. Teams doing fine. There's not some secret sauce. You can everybody can have opinions and everybody can have personal preferences. And it is fun watching Dante Island get hot. Roush, like how fun was that Mississippi State oh, road game great. last year? Uh, not you know even the SEC tournament game until his yeah. final shot didn't go in. When he got hot, it was fun to watch. And it's a shame if he actually is dinged up because in these blowouts, these are games that he can go out there play. Uh, I, I, I you, you don't know. I, I, I we need some inside baseball on this stuff. Is he? Is he upset at his role? Is he kind of being pouty? If so, that's really unfortunate, and it's a little selfish if we're being honest. Or is maybe he is just cool. Maybe he is actually dinged up, Roush, and maybe he's fine just being patient. It's not, really, Derek, it's not totally fair to, to, to Dante to speculate in that regard. I know that's what we're doing, but we right. don't know for sure. It'd be nice to know what he's thinking because it does, it does kind of matter. You don't want him to be a problem. You don't want him to be a distraction, and uh, hopefully he's not. And Derek Willis, he was pretty cool with it. Pretty laid back dude. Maybe, maybe Allen is too. We don't know. And I just hate that whenever we get somebody, you know, tweeting early, oh, Dante Allen's not warming up, all of a sudden it's an avalanche of takes. And I'm just like, can we just can we just pump the brakes a little and just relax? I mean, it just it's a lot. It's it's like we have the Dante Allen beat, we have the kneeling beat, we have the uh Rupp Arena fans beat. Um, I mean, there's just so much stuff that like just exhausts me it's like you know what i'm just i just enjoy watching this team play basketball for a change it's kind of nice watching kentucky basketball yeah it's nice it's just it's really fun nice. it, it 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 makes me think of happy memories of watching uk basketball with friends and family it gets you calipari has the program in a position where you're optimistic about march most of the time some folks just need to take a step back and enjoy it try to enjoy it uh, don't get worked up in the things that that bother you so much. If you really want to watch Dante Allen play, I I I understand I understand the frustration, but what can you do? Sounds like he didn't want to go in the other night. Sounds like he may be banged up. You know, it maybe find a new player, find one of the find one of the people in the seven, the the rotation of seven. Davion Mintz is fun. You know, he's a very likable guy. Kellen Grady, he's getting hot. You know, he's going to kind of go through streaks from time to time, but he's in a good streak right now. He's a he's a really fun – it's a fun team. It really is. It's a fun team. Seems like a likable group. Uh, just, you know, trying to – try try to avoid the unnecessary division when you can. But 
you're, you're, we're talking into the void by saying that people are going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. And that's fine. Uh, and I need to apologize. That's what I need to do. You do. Uh, it's long overdue sports talker. <laughs> you don't know what I'm apologizing. For. No, it's, I do. And you needed to do it a long time ago. <laughs> you're part of, you need to apologize too, buddy. Mm. This texter, the person that maybe overpaid for some UK UofL basketball tickets, we were rude to. And I'm sorry. It's a Cats fan. They were trying to do something nice for their dad, Roush, and we were tough on this person. We thought they were U of L fan. We thought they were U of L fan just by the tone of the text, as in, like, what am I supposed to do? And it, I think it, it may have been during the Rutherford show, too, or around. I don't know. There, we thought it was U of L fan. We apologized for that. And we apologized for kind of being snarky at the fact that you paid $800 for two upper level tickets. You were trying to do something nice and watch the cats. You can't put a price tag on that. Hanging out, happy memories with your dad. I'm sorry. This texter comes in and says, this is this person that I just apologized to. Sorry I'm a day behind on the podcast, so I just heard your response. To be honest, you guys kind of peed me off. My two tickets are for the UK U of L game were $800. Yes, that was nowhere near some of the most expensive, though. The resell tickets for the best rivalry in college basketball, it gets expensive. And on top of you all making fun of me for paying that much for them, you thought I was a Louisville fan, TJ? What the hell? I bleed blue. I don't own a single red piece of clothing. My thoughtful B-Day gift for my dad turned into a Western Kentucky game. Let me be mad about that. I don't care about the charity aspect because my money went into somebody else's pocket, not to the charity. You're exactly right. I apologize. That's a nice thought on your part. And I hope the beatdown was maybe some consolation. I hope you went to the game with your dad. I hope you had a great time. And I hope you were just, you know, able to laugh at watching Oscar Shibway completely and totally out-rebound another basketball team. A real thing that happened last night. People haven't talked about that enough. Oscar Shibway had more rebounds than an entire team put together. I hope that you were able to enjoy it. And I am sincerely sorry for assuming you were a Louisville fan. It was just based Man. on the timing and tone of the text. Hand up. That was a mistake. It was a mistake. It happens. We're human. Um, assuming somebody's a Louisville fan really is one of the most disgusting and inappropriate things uh, someone can do. So for that, on behalf of everyone at Kentucky Roll Call, we apologize. <laughs> we really do. And <laughs> this is a good spot to end our one. We need to learn from our mistakes, and we need to be better. And that's what we're going to do in hour two, baby, because we've got a ton of text on the Thornton's text line. We have one more hour of radio until it's Christmas vacation. No, we don't get the three-week breaks like we did when we were kids, Roush, but we do get a three-day weekend, and that's pretty cool as well. So we'll come back. We'll bring the fire. JK47's got a nice Christmas tune lined up for you right now. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Radio. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. (laughs) 
Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Thursday edition of the show. TJ Walker, Nick Roush. That was our producer, Justin Kalen, who does a great job. Appreciate you tuning in and listening. And you will appreciate a little Salsaritas today. It's Taco Thursday. Stop by one of their two locations in Louisville, Middletown, or St. Matthews. Middletown has a drive-thru. Big Blue Drew recently said he was listening to some Kentucky Roll Call. We were talking about Salsaritas. Later that night, his kids were saying, we want Salsaritas, Dad. He took the family. They went to Salsaritas. Said what a good dad. The best meal they have ever had in their lives. He said that his oldest child was crying because the food was so good. Tears just of te- joy. Just, just tears of joy going down the, on her quesadilla as each bite she was taking. Uh, it's that good, folks. It's that good. You can download the Salsaritas app. It will save you some money. You can order online and have it waiting for you when you go and pick it up. You can order online and have it bring and bring it to you. And you can even do catering online. If you're having a last-minute Christmas party, you don't know what to do, Salsaritas will take care of it for you. Download the app. Order today and enjoy it your way. What do you want to talk about, Roush? Um, man, there's just so much fun things to talk about. So much fun sports to discuss, like Kentucky being freaking awesome. So Kellen Grady, I, I wanted to mention something uh, because he was going to be the story of the game until Shibway just kept getting rebounds, kept gobbling up. He's like the hungry, hungry hippo of rebounding. Uh, but Grady, he had six threes in that first 25-ish or so minutes of the game. And uh, I went back and looked at it. He's hit seven in his career twice. He had a, he had a seven three-point game last year, and he had one as a true freshman. Uh, but it is kind of funny to see the numbers that he put up at Davidson. There, the, he had one game where he was just three of 14. Uh he used to be an absolute gun. He's kind of had to find a different role. And he talked about, you know, having to make that adjustment, having to be uh, quicker, uh, more ready to shoot. And you, you, it took a little while. I think you saw the progression where at first he was just hesitant to pull in general. And then uh, the last couple of games, he's been quicker. He's been more ready. And, and that's played a big part in his ability to get more comfortable behind the three-point line. Yeah, and, and and a lot of this too. Kentucky will have bad games. We'll have off shooting nights, but I think some of this Roush and the Notre Dame game. It should not have been a loss. It'll be frustrating all year. But I do. I said it in hour one. It does seem more and more like that's just going to be an anomaly. It's just one of those head scratching bad losses. But we did need to allow some time for this team to learn how to play with one another. And we talked about it. Hey, somebody's hurt. They haven't been able to mesh. It's crappy opponents, and they still haven't been at full strength, and blah, 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 blah. Finally, you're seeing a little bit of consistency with the roster. With the And, and they practice all the time. Chemistry and stuff like that as a talking point in radio can be totally valid or it can be completely fabricated. It's just it's one of those things that you can't really prove. If you if you want to act like it's a problem, nobody can really prove you wrong. If you want to act like it's great, nobody can really prove you wrong. It's something that can't truly be measured. But we did need to allow some time for this team to mesh with one another and find how they can feed off one another, where players like to be, where you where they like to catch their passes and whatnot. And I think Grady has benefited that 
from that more than anybody else. Just finally having a little consistency with his teammates. And folks, you, you, you don't need me to tell you. You know Grady's good. You know he's entertaining to watch. But he he is who Calipari leans on significantly more than Mintz. That should just tell you something with the minute distribution in its own yeah. right. Mintz was the at times the only bright spot, really most of the time, in last year's season. Uh, was he Kentucky's best player that we've ever had? No. The issue was he was Kentucky's best player, and that kind of showed where the team was at. But he always played hard. He hit a lot of big shots in, in late-game moments. It didn't always equal to wins, unfortunately. But he, he, he hit some big shots from time to time. He had some onions, if you will. Cal says – Cal's a pretty loyal dude, too, and he still is just saying – Grady, Grady, Grady. That should just tell you something about what he thinks of Grady and also maybe our expectations for Grady. And the way he's been playing lately, Roush, it, it, this is, I think, what more people expected. If it isn't what you expected, get to expecting. Man, he and, – and that's kind of what I thought at the beginning of the year and we just didn't get it. It's I'm, I'm so happy to see – Gradius coming into his own and and that shows some maturity i think uh, as a player where he's continuing to to learn and grow and not um you know put his head down like he, he he's being an adult about this and that's what you get with an older mature team uh and, and i think that's what you're seeing from a lot of these guys uh where even if tonight is not their night shooting they're they're going to be doing other things you know last night Xavier Wheeler he wasn't a scoring machine you know he had a couple of shots here and there he he had a nice uh, pull up too from about 14 feet that went in it was like oh okay there we go uh but he had eight assists and Cal joked after the game he said uh you know this zone was worrying me so I called Xavier and I said hey about the zone do you got this said, Coach, don't worry. I got this. So I slept good last night, which – Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know, just uh, just, just Cal being Cal, you know. Uh, but it was it was our, great. It's, it's good, to, good to see it. Uh, our, our buddy uh, Levi – or Levy, Levi. I'm going to go with Levi. He, he slid into my DMs, which are not open, and he said, how do you feel about Wheeler – over seven and a half assists at plus 114. And I said, you know what? That's a lot of assists. If you have a game and you have eight, eight assists, which is what you'd need to win this bet, that's pretty that's pretty impressive. Uh, but, you know, against this zone, I don't think he's going to score a lot. I, I like it. Go ahead and make the bet. Wow. And watching live, I would not have imagined or guessed that he finished with eight. It was kind of a quiet eight assist. Uh, maybe that's just, mm-hmm. maybe that's just the, the property of – a blowout win you you know some something slipped through the cracks or maybe it's the fact that somebody else had 28 points but eight assists is is good so congrats to you for winning your bet and i will take a 50 percent finder's fee oh wow how generous of you also thank you leave out to answer your question no i don't know when kentucky's getting new basketball uniforms <laughs> No idea. Like, I, there's, there's, I can know some things. That is one thing I will never know. Speaking of new basketball uniforms, I know we all hate Duke, but did you all see those Duke uniforms last yeah, night? Yeah, they were disgusting, hideous. Really? What the hell were they thinking? I loved I've, them. I, I thought they looked really good. They put this like stupid U of L script thing. The, the D it looked like, uh, it looked like the back of the jerseys that U of L had a few years back. It's ugly. 
Duke is dumb. Those jerseys were stupid. I didn't like them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because they say Duke. I don't care what they look like, Justin. Yeah. Come on, get with the program. Yeah. It's okay. Duke. Definitely. Never, 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 never that school. I just yeah. thought maybe we could all be adults here and, and get past the name. No, you but, thought wrong. I think they were objectively <laughs> ugly, though. Like, you also have a really cool, like, there's one thing that uh, if I could say one nice thing about Duke, they do have a pretty cool, iconic D. Why would you mess with it and do some stupid script? Like, what are you, a newspaper now? It was, yeah. it was ugly. Hideous. I, I, my wife said the same thing. We turned on, she's like, God, those uniforms are gross. I will say, seeing that, it really made me appreciate being an Indiana fan and the fact that I know what jersey they're going to wear every single night because it just doesn't ever change. And, yeah, that does it does kind of get repetitive and old, and I would like a jersey switch up maybe every now and then, but I don't know. It's, it's the old classic with Indiana. Never had to worry about it. It's what if, as an alternative, they did all stripes? I'm good with that. Yeah, let's do it. Be a fun yeah. alternative uniform. Uh, uh, Justin, that's what you're proud to be an Indiana fan for is that you wear no, regular, I mean, but it, it is, regular it is, jerseys. It is nice that you don't have to ever have to worry about that sort of thing. Like You know what to expect every single year because the jersey just doesn't change. That's sad, buddy. I'm sorry. Well, being an Indiana fan sad, so. Yeah, except last night they cover. Yeah, they covered by one. <laughs> wow, never a doubt. Congrats to your Hoosiers, Justin. Thanks, pal. Ten uh, and two. We're only uh, two wins away from where we were last year already. Wow. <laughs> hey, the Cats so matched uh, last year's win total last night. That's true. We did it. We I really think Oscar Shibway has more rebounds than the entire team combined last year or something stupid like that. Hmm. Granted, they played a lot less games, but yeah, I think he has more rebounds than the entire 2020 basketball team. That that is crazy. <laughs> Text into the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Let's get back to it five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Don't know exactly where we're at. Um, getting we just read oh, an apology. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, the person that was ticked off. A texter says, getting old does suck. I'm at the point in my life where I have to decide if bending down to get something is worth the risk of throwing my back out again. Most of the time, I just leave and hope my wife or daughters get it for me. And that's from Mook. <laughs> you, you bend at the knees, not at the waist, Mook. So you don't throw your back out. Well, you just, you, you, it's like you do a squat. Yeah. You take, your, you take your whole body down with you. You don't bend over at all. How about that? You know what they say, too. When you're hot, you squat. Is that what they say? That's what they say. When you're hot, you squat. <laughs> Had no idea. Uh, texture, this is Kirby. Or no, we got Robert first. Nah, suck it, Kirby. You got to wait your turn. Yeah, you wait, Kirby. Robert says, I'm almost positive the only reason I do the Robert, a.k.a. he spells out his name before a text, is because you guys said if you texted in a lot, you wanted to know who it was to keep track. That's true. And I'm glad to know who you are on the Thornton's text line, Robert. And I'm glad that there's folks out there treating themselves to uh, a warm cup of coffee and a delicious donut from Thornton's today. Because why not treat yourself? You know, it's Christmas for crying out loud. Yeah, download that Thornton's app, be a refreshing rewards refuel member, and you will save some money each and every time you go to the pump. And Robert, you've got a sweet mullet, buddy. Man, really is. Really is sweet. 
Wish I could have just had long hair one time. You know, I tried doing it once in college, too. It's so hard to get past the awkward phase, especially when you have bad hair. Yeah, when I was in seventh grade, I had really long hair. Like, it went down to my eyes. You know, I kind of looked like like a little – I wasn't an emo kid, but probably looked like one with that haircut. Um, that was probably the longest I ever went in my whole life. Man. But never got, never got a mullet or anything like that. Hmm. Like what Dugan did, pretty sweet, you know, to be yeah. able to just let like, hey, I want I want to have a ponytail, so I, I ain't getting a haircut for eight months. Not some people have all the luck, I suppose. Roush, we're gifted in other areas. Yep, um, we're not vertically challenged like some people on this radio show. Suck it. Just feel like that was a stray shot at our buddy JK Forty Seven. I mean, it was. There's and no other. And he didn't deserve. You don't deserve yeah. that, Justin. Exactly. It's if you Christmas know what? time. <laughs> Like, just, what are we doing? That just you know what you you tease the ones you love, Justin. So that's just that's just my way of saying, love you, buddy. All right, Merry <sighs> Christmas. <laughs> Man, I, I can imagine that the Rouse the Roush house is just you two just bowling each other nonstop. If that's how you show your love. <laughs> oh man, there was a there was one year in college where I think it, there was a particular increased amount of angst where when we would walk in the door. It was just, what is the foulest thing that you can say about this person? And we would, like, scream it. And it was, I mean, sentences long of, like, you know, I hope you die in, like, creative ways with curse words. And that was just kind of our thing. It was it was what we did for a few months. And you know what? It was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. That's messed up, buddy. Ah. That's, that's messed up. For sick, sick individuals. All right, finally. Uh, oh, um. What everybody's been waiting for for the Kirby text. Yes. Kirby, I don't understand how Keon can play so bad at times mentally. Continuously shooting directly into a seven foot five guy, <laughs> fouling on threes. He was supposed to be our leader. Well, I don't know if he was supposed to be our leader. I get what you're saying, though. Returning guy, been in the program several years. He is in a leadership position. Uh, but I agree with I agree with the text. <laughs> I, was, I was just like, what are you doing, dude? He's right there. He's seven foot five. He and is. You- Go ahead, Justin. If you have Jacob Toppin play the way he did last night, you don't need Keon. Well, yeah. if you have the, I mean, if the team plays like you did last night, you probably don't need a couple guys. I mean, every, the people that were clicking were clicking, but Toppin especially, I agree, I agree with you, Justin. As Rick Stansbury said, when UK's playing like this, they're nobody's beating them. They're the best team in the country. They're, you're not going to get that every single night. But I think TJ made the correct and sensible. He, you had the correct and sensible take earlier on the show. Yes. And if y'all didn't listen, go download the podcast. Uh, it's brought to you by our friends at Cornbread Hemp. 30% off Woo. when you go to cornbreadhemp.com. Get those CBD gummies. Take take a little extra load off this holiday season. Let your body catch up on some much-needed sleep. It's been a long year. Get some Cornbread Hemp today. Promo code Big X at checkout for 30% off. But you made the correct point that with these fours, these these power forwards, I just you, you you're kind of rolling the dice game by game, who's going to show up. And you just hope that the one you need that day is going to be there. Sometimes you need Toppin to play good defense and just do the little things the right way. He did that last night. Uh, Keon Brooks, I've I've, I've given up on wanting a consistent Keon. There's going to be games where he's going to make some some good-looking shots, and he's going to be a great weapon offensively. 
Um, but then there's going to be others where he's shooting into seven foot five guys and he's fouling three point shooters. And man, he even had one where he just like ran at a guy from like seven feet out in the middle of the lane and just the guy went right by him and dunked it. It was like, how do you get beat that badly that close to the rim? That's just Keon, man. I just, yeah, I'm not going to ever, I, I can't expect consistency because then I'm just going to be let down. It's like an M. Night Shyamalan movie where just at random times somebody else like possesses Keon Brooks's body and they're unfamiliar with it and they're having to like learn how to move as this six foot nine guy because that 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 foul that, that, some of the stuff he does it's like you know I'm not trying to be mean but like can you walk and chew gum at the same time yeah that's... and I'm here choking on my own just words uh can you even just talk without choking tj but i think i've passed that mm, uh, and, but, but then there's other times that he just looks like hey this is maybe a second team sec player uh, he's pretty good he'll get hot it, it just seems like if he plays aggressive however i guess sometimes if he plays aggressive he fouls three-point shooters too um it, it's he's he's a tough cookie to crack he's tough to figure out probably just going to be an inconsistent player rush yeah, yeah, and and you know what? Like that's it's the hardest thing to do the consistency aspect. Um, but I I hate to say that I'm just I'm I'm not surprised anymore, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get my hopes up in that regard. You know, and every player will have off. You know, every player. No, I think with the exception of maybe Sheboy, and even he will have a bad game. Consistency will be a thing to monitor. We've seen Ty Ty have some bad games. It's just that's a basketball thing. It's a sports thing. You're going to have some off nights. It's just when his off nights, sometimes it just looks really strange. It's just it's it's not only bad, but it's just like man, like like Kirby said, it it, it just seems mental. It almost would have to be a mental sort of deal. Uh, but I, I like Keon. He'll he'll help he'll help win games for Kentucky. There will be games where Kentucky needs somebody to put the the ball in the basket be able to knock down some shots. I still like him to shoot if he's open, but it is kind of head-scratching from time to time, Kirby. Good text. Great Kirby text. actually had a couple. Uh, he says Grady is a bucket, though. He is, in fact, a bucket, a confident bucket right now. Yes. And then he says, hey, guys, it's been pretty clean game and fun to watch so far, but the biggest area of improvement moving forward in my eyes is how can we get Allen more of Grady's minutes? Can we get Larry on and discuss? Ah, <laughs> oh, sarcasm, Kirby. You got us. We're big sarcasm fans, Kirby. That was Although, well done. It, there's some people who they're, they're they just want to be upset. They want to be upset. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But I don't get it and understand a lot of things in this crazy world. As a GIF connoisseur tj's gif game on twitter is pretty lackluster and underwhelming that's just the dumbest wow. text we've ever had in the thornton sex line i don't Maybe know if there's because anybody, he doesn't say gif properly i don't know if there's anybody on twitter that has a better gif game than me and i'm pretty i'm well i'm very humble and i'm very modest I'm the most humble people. and most modest i've always said that and you know that's true my I, I will brag on myself for my gif game though so stop with the stupid text into the Thornton's text line. This is a serious text line. Uh, texter. Thornton's text line says, Toppin earning and taking a lot of Brooks' minutes tonight. Toppin looking great. Keon struggling. Gotta love his athleticism. Yeah, and I just I just don't think we're going to get that 
regularly. I hope we do, but I, I do think it's going to come down to kind of playing both and seeing who has the hot hand after that first six minutes of the game or whatever and kind of making them the primary primary guy. As long as you get something from one of them, then you're fine. And Kentucky's going to be really tough to beat because you know at least one of the guards are going to step up, Notre Dame game excluded. You, it'd, be, it'd be crazy not to have Shibway bring it and do some good things for you. So if you can just cross off the four too, have one of them just – do enough. If it's Brooks scoring, that's great. If it's Toppin's defense, rebounding, putbacks, that's awesome as well. You just got to get something from one of them. And uh, so far, that's since the Notre Dame game, that's 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 been good. And Brooks had an all right scoring game against Notre Dame, but obviously not enough, unfortunately. No. Nope, uh, and Toppin no. seems healthy too, which that matters as well. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And that then that that might have our perception of him a little bit skewed from early on the season. Um, because we don't know exactly what was wrong with him, I, or if we do, I've since forgot. But uh, yeah, good, good to see Toppin doing some crazy hopping, topping things. And got that three sixty. <laughs> he just hung in the air. He did. Oh man, so cool. And, awesome. he, he is a player that if he's on the court, it is you kind of like you sometimes don't watch the ball because you kind of at least I do. Uh, you'll track him like, oh, is he gonna go up for a? Is he gonna go up for a big dunk? And or can he do a three sixty layup? Or he, he just he is he, players that you don't know what's gonna happen in a good way mm-hmm. are fun to watch. He's one of those players. Oh man, and he uh, he has a couple of those dunks too, where you're like, is he really gonna jump from there to do it? And then he does, and you're just like, oh man. I had uh, I had Duke boy sitting on my lap when he. Uh, when he had one of those dunks in transition and I just had to like temper my excitedness because he had just woke up. Like he, he took a late nap. He was a little cranky and I was just like, and he looked at me like, dad, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Won't be the last time. No, no, no. Uh, usually though, like whenever he sees me running around the room, uh, I forgot there were, it was there was like a pick six this year that I got very excited for, and he he started running around the room too. That was funny, good stuff. That's cute. Yeah. Um, how about we get to our final break? We could do that. Yeah, that's that's no issue. We have a lot of text to get to. Okay, and we come back. Uh, we've got to make fun of our friends from Ohio. Oh, we just great. we just do. Yeah, we need. Nick just wants the final break because he's ready for this song. It's a freaking great song. One of the, probably my favorite Christmas song. Here it is. Nick Rouse's favorite Christmas song right here. Kentucky Roll Call. Everybody seems to have to have a pretty drastic opinion on the song playing, Roush. Really? I know some people that hate it. I know some people that love it. I don't know too many people that are just indifferent about well, it. Well, you know, one now. 
I'm pretty indifferent about it too. I think it's a solid. I think it's a good song. I enjoy listening to it. Yeah, it's just it's a fine song. Probably a little overplayed, but that's it's a, yeah, it's it's whatever. It doesn't bother me. There's some people that really don't like that song. That's how I feel about most Billy Joel songs. Like, eh, it's fun, you know? Probably, yeah, that's true. It's just it's good, fun stuff. Uh, the one that sounds like a 60s doo-wop, though, uh, For the Longest Time, that's probably my favorite one because it is so weird and it doesn't sound like something made in the 80s. Strictly oh, 80s Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Text into the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450. Before we get back to the Thorns Texan, uh, allow me to make fun of Ohio by reading what Joe Burrow had to say yesterday. Okay. Joe Burrow says, fortunately, there's not a lot to do in Cincinnati, which has helped the Bengals from going out and contracting COVID-19. Wow. Oh. Not a lot to do in Cincinnati. <laughs> I, I, a buddy of mine said that to me. And... First off, I feel slightly offended because there's more to do in Cincinnati than there is in Louisville. <laughs> there's more to do in Louisville than there is in Lexington. And, 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 you know, it trickles down to eventually the last stop you get to is Pekin. Eventually it's whatever mm -hmm. city it is, there's more to do in this place than there is in Pekin. And then Pekin, you can't, you can't trump that bottom. one. No, yeah, that's either. the bottom. <laughs> there's, there's no more to do in Pekin than anywhere else. Um, <laughs> but I... You can find stuff to do, Joe. All right, buddy. Well, and I don't know, like, relative to what, but I feel like that Cincinnati is a nice – like, I, I enjoy going out and about in Cincinnati. Maybe it's different for professional athletes. Maybe they like, uh, you know, a Miami club scene or something who, like who that. Who likes that? I, I mean, know. obviously people do because they're crowded and they're busy, but it's – I guess maybe it's a different story if you're 22 and 23. But there's got to be – there's fun bars in Cincinnati that he could go to if he was looking something to do. They have a top golf. They're, it's not oh, too bright yeah. and noisy in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. they, they're able to do that. I really like their uh, video Newport's game bar. Newport's pretty cool. 8-Bit, yeah. That place is sweet. Yeah, Newport's cool. Have you been to um, – what's their big brewery there too? That place is pretty nice. Hoffer House? Ryan oh, Geist. they have that, and they have Ryan Geist. I've been to both of those. Those are I don't know the, if I've been to the Ryan Geist. That place uh, is yeah. huge, and I they've got the a little uh, they've got a little train thing that rides around downtown that costs like a buck to just like go from one end uh, to the other. It's pretty yeah. nice. That sounds pretty cool. I haven't been to the aquarium. I'd like to check out the aquarium. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, just get Lucy a little bit older, and she'll love it. It's pretty well, awesome. Joe Burrow, go to the aquarium, buddy, if you're bored. Like Seriously. we just we just told you you could ride the little train. Go get COVID from the aquarium. Like, come on. We've just told you a thousand fun things you could do. Although I guess a couple of those things are outside of Cincinnati. Still, it applies. It's right you're right next to it. Right. Back yeah. in the day, I remember hearing one time that a lot of the athletes live in Newport because it's cheaper. Correct. That is that is the case. Um and you know what? I've seen Cincinnati Bengals players out and about in Cincinnati. Um, back when uh, Ray Maluga was still for them, uh, had ran into him on back-to-back -back nights at uh, the Tin Roof down there. Uh, he was a frequent flyer. Yeah. How about that? Season. I went to that Cincinnati Tin Roof the first day it opened. and Do you get like lifetime free beers, kind of like at Chick-fil-A? No, but I, like, I accidentally got super drunk. 
<laughs> hate when that happens. It, it really was, yeah, yeah. It really was <laughs> one of those like you're just gonna have a couple beers, and then the next thing you know, we were because they were they were schmoozing us because we were their like first customers. Although maybe they were just saying that to everybody. <laughs> so we felt important. Yeah, they got us. I'm saying it all out loud. They got us. Uh, all right, let's get back to the store and text line. Suck it, Joe Burrow. Anything else you want to add to that? Uh, no. Uh, suck it, suck, suck it, it Joe Burrow. Yeah. No, I like Joey Biscuits. He's a good quarterback. He'll be good for Cincinnati. A texter says, love dominating teams again. Or I don't know if we read this one or not. No, we haven't yet, I don't think. Well, the one before, the top and one with Brooks. We, we read that. Okay. Yeah. Love dominating teams again. Hopefully some Cal haters will swallow their pride and admit this past week has been fun. Go Cats, and thank you, Western Kentucky, for making this game happen. Hope we play it more. Uh, yeah, thank you to Western Kentucky. Short notice, and they took a big old beatdown, which mm-hmm. was a good time. Uh, if they play it more, I don't care. If they want to, cool. If they don't, that's also fine. I don't really have an opinion on the schedule. My buddy pointed think- out that Kentucky's never played Murray State. Really? Hmm. That's uh, that's interesting. I would have thought they would have crossed paths at some point, but I guess Murray State, they always want them to come to Murray, and that's just not going to happen. So um, do you think it opens the door for more games, uh, you know, of, of similar ilk? Do you think mm-hmm. we'll be playing Western or Murray State more regularly? I don't know. I don't know. I, obviously, there's – I'm sure they're going to address their scheduling philosophy in the off season. I, I doubt it. I, I think, you know, you'll get Eastern here and there. You'll maybe get a Moorhead. It seems like they'll play the teams that want to come to Rupp Arena and don't expect a return game. And if that, yep. if you're cool with that, I think Kentucky will always say, come on, come on over. Come on over, come on over, baby. That's uh, played Moorhead State with Kenneth Fareed. You know, that wasn't like – that was a game where Kentucky really didn't stand to benefit a lot. They played that one. That was a good time. Yeah, beat him. I'm like, well, Yeah, mm. losers. Billy's explanation of knowing reminds me of Kramer knowing what a write-off is. No idea what that's referencing that to. That would be a wrong text message. Yeah, so nice hair. Nice hair pieces with another texture set. Oh, you missed one. Kind of forget how fun it can be to watch UK basketball when the cats are cooking. Oh, and they are cooking. Cooking with gas. Cooking with gas. Uh, oh. Man, did you hear how awkward Chris Spatola was when he was doing the Biggie lyrics last night? No, I wasn't really paying attention to the to the commentators. Yeah, it was, it was really awkward. In uh, Carl Ravitz, just in general, he stinks. Like, not... Completely disagree. What? You like Carl like Ravage commentating like Carl on Ravitch. basketball games? I like Carl Ravage a lot. Wow. I, now, I would much rather have him on baseball coverage, but I, I think he does a fine job. He's he's a baseball guy. He's a boring baseball guy. He's absolutely a baseball guy. But I I, I, I don't know. I think he does a good job on college basketball. Yeah. I just like Carl, I like Carl Ravage's voice. Hmm. He's got a nice hair piece, though, that's for sure. <laughs> Justin, how much of the Cats game did you watch last night? I watched the entire first half and a little bit of the second half. Um, due to Indiana starting at seven, I kind of turned my attention to them at seven. Wow, happens. Your true. I, I mean, I watched. I watched the entire first half. I didn't have anybody at my bar. I sat there watched the whole whole first half. Oh, a slow night at the bar. Figured it'd be more crowded around the holidays. People having to come in town. Got crowded after. Hmm. I guess it was a six o'clock or that. Yeah, that kind of threw off my whole night from a time standpoint. 
the game being at six o'clock. Uh, did you play? Do you want to play a video rush or something? Yeah, I do. I want to play that awkward commentator saying Brooklyn. Let's play right now. Let me unmute our uh, sound first. How about that? Oh, my goodness gracious. Right, it's my first. One, one Brooklyn, we go hard. We go hard. Brooklyn, they go hard. Also got a little finesse to them there. Jacob Toppin, what a finish. Gosh. Yeah, that was pretty bad. They go hard. That's just, yeah, I didn't like hearing that. <laughs> so awkward. This made me uncomfortable. Uh, Texer says, maybe everybody was correct. Maybe Sheboy was so unhappy to be at West Virginia that he played lazy or depressed, like Huggins said. Now he's reborn again, where he wanted to be all along, playing to his potential. We've all had jobs that can take you either way. I don't think there was a, there's no reason to believe that Sheboy was telling a lie when he said he wasn't happy at West Virginia. I totally think that that's true. And it's really kind of embarrassing West Virginia and Huggins didn't just take the high road with all that stuff, but whatever. I mean, well, thought Kentucky may play, you know, potentially West Virginia when they were looking for an opponent, but it, it wasn't going to happen. Uh, wonder if, if their path will cross, but that just seemed, I don't know, if you're like 60 or something, if some kid says some stuff about just be like, yeah, we wish it would have worked out. We wish him the best. Be an adult. Yeah. Then instead of like, oh no, we, you know, he wasn't working hard and he wasn't it, just kind of weird stuff. Texter says, "Great job, Missouri. You and your weird coach still suck it." Yeah, tough day <laughs> for Missouri yesterday. Basketball, Man. football, the whole the whole shebang. Man, just that's why it's pronounced misery. Hey, because uh, they're miserable. <laughs> Oh, we got some more Toppin Brooks stakes. Uh, can we all agree Toppin is a better player for this team than Brooks? There will be games, though, that we could say that about Brooks. It's it's just you need one of them. Just got to have one of them at the four. And if you do that, who cares who it is? But Toppin is really fun to watch. I, I want him to get more minutes. Uh, if that comes at Brooks' expense, then that's how that's how basketball works. Only five folks can play. Texer on the Thorns text line says, I hate Seinfeld shaming you guys, but how you all didn't grow up with that on TBS every day is beyond me and also is an embarrassing showing for you guys. At least Terry is working to repair the damage. Scoots, I know you don't have much time, but figure it out. Serenity now. I just said earlier in the show that I've seen a couple episodes that my roommate's been watching. So yeah, you want to embrace, you want to bring people in the community, buddy. You don't want to, yeah. you don't want to shame them away. And I did grow up watching it. My dad was. He had seen uh, he has seen every episode probably countless amounts of time to the point where he doesn't really kind of like me in the office. I don't really watch the office so much anymore just because I've literally seen every You got to take a break from it. You do. You got to take some breaks. And then, you know, maybe in a year there'll be episodes and I'll get back into the the rhythm of it. But I did grow up watching it. I just wasn't paying attention. And as a kid, some of that humor isn't isn't that fun. Yeah, it doesn't stick. And um yeah, see, I was opposite. My dad was not a Soundfeld guy, so like he was like, uh, uh, he would he would change the channel. So therefore, I kind of instinctively started changing the channel. Uh, but no, it's fine. I just that, that was not on my TBS rotation. It was Full House, Home Improvement. I've seen all of the Home Improvements. I've seen a lot of TBS shows, but that that just wasn't one of them. Now Full House is that's a TV show. Huh. a great one. 
really is. definitely not dated and the corniest thing you've ever seen in your life. Correct. Nick, when the son is old enough, you'll have to make sure he's not around for the Duke sucks rants. How did he end up with that name again? Family name? Did your wife have to talk you into it? Uh, no. so it's, a, it's a drawn out story. Fam- it's family name. Long story short, family name. Um, but yeah, there, there's going to be times when I'm like, I hope he doesn't. I can see it in the movie now, me like screaming at the TV as he walks downstairs. Duke, you are the worst ever. I never want to see you on again. You know, like, and then he's just scarred for life. So I have to I have to be careful. John here. Good morning to all. Hey, good morning, John. Gosh darn, you have not seen nothing yet. 20 plus cats. Let's go. Hey, good luck to Roush and all Steelers fans. My Chiefs may not have Kelsey or Hill, but no excuses. And Mahomes and the Chiefs defense we trust. Chiefs by 10 plus. Merry Christmas to all. Got to go talk to you later. The Browns what the hell, gonna, John? The Browns are going to get it this weekend. Yeah, that's also – What the hell, by. John? John doesn't like you for some reason, man. Good, he said good luck to Roush and all Steelers fans. I was a Steelers fan years before Roush's <laughs> fake lottery uh, pick of Steelers. That wasn't uh, unintentional. Just, unbelievable. I would take Unbelievable, that John. Yeah, I would take that personally. I, I'm very personal. I'm going to have a terrible Christmas now. Thanks, John. A texter says, I have a debate with my wife constantly. I told her Catholics believe bread and wine literally transform into the body and blood of Jesus Christ. She says they don't believe that. They represent his body and blood. It is not to be taken literally. What's correct? Oh, buddy. That's like the one thing that makes Catholics Catholic is it's very literally supposed to be Jesus. Like every uh, that that's that's what makes Catholics Catholic and different than Protestants. By definition, well, well, well there's there's plenty of other stuff. There. Yeah, but like from like a like that's the most. I mean, there's plenty of differences, but that's the most. When it comes to a mass, that is the most uh, specific difference you can point to. What's it called? The priest does something where it's like the, it's the, the consecration. Trans- yeah, and that's when it it transitions over. It, it changes. Yeah, at that point, it is no longer just bread and wine, baby. That's why they got to chug the wine, and uh, that's why they got to eat all the bread. Or at least it's they, they, they take good care of it. Oh, and yeah. If you drop it, you got to eat it. Always love the good wine chug at the end. <laughs> just Father Bill just getting smashed off the church wine. Were you uh, Were you ever a Eucharistic minister? No. They had, they had the program at St. Rayfield that you could go in and do it. But really, if my siblings didn't do something, I wasn't going to do it. So I, I deem that n- no. I, uh, they did that at the sales and I did it. And naturally at like, you know, the handful of all school masses, people were not eager to go drink the wine. So every once in a while you get a nice, uh, get a nice wine chug in after, after towards the end of mass. Even as a kid, I would take pretty healthy gulps of that wine and it didn't like particularly taste good, but it, you know, just, it just felt like approved drinking as it's for a child. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm all about it. I couldn't drink wine recreationally for a long time because I was just so scarred by the Zinfandel at church. That's just hideous. It's just <laughs> hey, disgusting box wine. That's okay. What if they busted out the good stuff for the holidays? A, a nice cab. Nice dry cab. <laughs> a cab and a Coke. Cab and yeah, a Coke. A Coke in there. <laughs> Instead of pouring a little bit of holy water in, it's Coke. Yeah, Justin takes a sip of the wine and then he pulls out like a bottle of Coke and washes it down. Oh, good, uh, good Catholic text into the Kentucky oh, or in, into Kentucky roll call in the Thornton's text line. Good morning, fellas. Dropping in to wish you all a Merry Christmas to you all. 
I think oh, the thanks. issue was last night after the game, Cal said something to the effect of, people want my team to shoot 43s, but I won't go get your own team and coach them. We don't play that way. From Oh, that was the coaching – that was the talking down to him? That yeah, well, that's – I mean, Goodness gracious. Oh. So everybody can have an opinion except the head coach. And, and you know what? It, uh, he he did go on at length talking about how, you know, we uh, we're never going to be a team that shoots 43s. It was he's basically saying all of you Nate Oates butt slappers like you all can suck it. Like if you want to that, that I'm never going to coach my team that way. Get used to it. It's pretty simple. His philosophy is he doesn't want his team to have to rely on threes because he he, he doesn't think that's a sustainable way to win a national championship. You're going to have an off-shooting night, and if your team relies on hitting threes, that off-shooting night is your death sentence. He wants a team that can score in a variety of ways that doesn't rely on one particular thing. It's a it's a more of an old-school philosophy. It's not an archaic offense. And this is just the stuff that I know at some point this year is going to irrationally get me upset for like two minutes before I realize it's dumb and I don't need to let it bother me. How can the offense be so terrible when it does literally whatever it wants against UNC and Western Kentucky? Is John Calipari, the next time UK has a bad offensive night, has he forgotten to coach offense all of a sudden? Is this sort of like a dementia sort of deal where it goes in and out? Because I get confused. Either he is a terrible offensive coach, then how is the offense playing well? How does that happen? Or more realistically, he's a Hall of Fame head coach. Teams have good nights. They have bad nights. I... I try. I mean, Kentucky is consistently a threat in March. The offense, he he's he knows how to coach everybody, and I don't blame him for kind of voicing his opinion on his style of coaching. He's the head coach. That's I, not talking uh, down to. I, I just think that there is a. Um, we get caught up in some of the crazes and Steph Curry, the analytics, everything. It's made us lose our minds somewhat, and it's just not realistic. They, if it was realistic, well, it'd be one thing. But like Kentucky shoots plenty of threes; they shoot enough threes. <laughs> they do, and some games they don't hit enough. That's unfortunate. It's just it's not based in reality that UK's offense is boring. Do you remember? Um, if, I mean, basically, as we were growing up, when we would fill out brackets. There was something I would like. It was it was a very great common take. You can't live and die by the three in the tournament. That's what's going to cost them. Like that was a very common line yeah. of thinking, and it just got thrown into the window. Is like you need to shoot all the threes. Like no, there's there's a happy medium there. There's a happy then, medium. Was it the final four last year where we were like looking at box scores and we were like, oh, they won and they only made three threes and oh they won and they only took so many and it was just basically like it's just all it's all hocus pocus this idea that you have to be this play at an insane speed and do nothing but jack up threes it's just that's not realistic national championship teams that's not their that's not the dna of those teams you have to be balanced kentucky is Sheboy's shooting i don't i don't know what his field goal percentage is but I'm, i know it's north of 50 it's got to be uh you got a good big guy that you should feed it to they do that. You have people that can get in the paint. It's uh, sorry, I got way too worked up about that. Texts are on the Florida <laughs> text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Uh, thanks for letting us know, Mook. I was curious what the talking down to was, and you let us know. 
Mook also said, also, I think it's time for Allen to transfer. Just go to L, put up decent numbers in the ACC. Then we can all move on until Shepard comes. Then we can do this outrage and the outrage to the outrage all over again. Yeah. Uh, we, you, you could have made the jokes like, well, he could play some zone with Rick Stansberry. But, you know, we got to let this thing breathe. And, and uh, you know. He's probably maybe he was just dinged up. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to jump to race to conclusions. So I just couldn't care less as long as the cats are rocking and rolling, baby. And I know the majority of UK fans agree with that take. Uh, it would be are we setting up for an eventual Shepherd versus like a super senior Dante Allen showdown if he you know if he were to transfer? But I, I hope it works out. I hope he stays patient. Kentucky could still this year need him in a game or two. You never know. And down the road, if he wants to hang out, but if he also wants to go somewhere and play, then and not be at Kentucky, then he shouldn't be at Kentucky. This stuff is not hard to figure out. A texture says the Dante Allen situation reminds me of that Happy Gilmore scene when Happy's girlfriend says about his hockey career, "There's just one problem: you're not any good." <laughs> <laughs> I've seen those finger paintings your kids making; they suck. <laughs> hey, speaking of Happy Gilmore, I just saw—I don't know how I missed it—but uh, so you know how they do the putts on basketball games, like oh, the full-length yeah. full putts. Last night, a fifth grader hit it at Indiana. Wow. I'd like to Pretty see awesome, that. right? I'd like to see that video. Those are always cool. What'd they win? Like 50000 Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they won, but it was, it was pure. The, the putt, those things are just – they better be an awesome prize for those putt things. I mean, they're basically impossible. Obviously, they're not because they happen, but – Pretty tough to do. Have to putt on the length of the court on hardwood. Yeah. Like, come on. That's Just, as gimmicky as gimmicky gets. Yeah. But still amusing. Oh, it's fun to watch. Yeah. And then yeah, when yeah. you get that, like, one in a thousand chance, or probably worse than that. But when it happens, it's, it makes for pandemonium. Uh, Texter says, happy Gilmore. Or great movie, by the way. Matt Jones said we will know before the Missouri game if he stays or not, according to his source. Well, I'm sure some folks will go home for Christmas. And they may have those conversations. Yeah, you would um, – I guess if you left now, he could be eligible to play – he wouldn't have to – he couldn't play yeah, this he spring. To, he, he, would, he, he would be eligible next fall. Yeah. And that doesn't I mean, matter if he leaves now or if he leaves in April. Right, right. So why wouldn't you just stay in school? Because he's unhappy. I don't know. I, re I, mean, I retweeted that video for you, TJ. And also, like, what if, you know, what if he is just, has anybody talked to Dante? Maybe he's just, maybe he's fine being patient. Yeah. I don't think that's the case, but maybe he is. We'll, we'll we got find next? out for too long. Uh, Texter says, that's wild. I've always been able to get seven, 70 to $100 ticket from scalpers outside of the Yemen rep over the past decade. 400 bucks each? Nobody to blame but yourself for that price. No, no, we're not ticket shaming. He was trying to watch the cats and cards. Uh, it's a little steep. I'm sure he knows that, but hopefully he was able to make it a good experience. Yep, let's hope so. Um, another texter says, sources say the hair gel record was broken when Big Blue Drew walked into Salsarinas, possibly the tight girl gene record too. Wow. Wow. I don't know. Really what the coming after girl, Big Blue Drew's integrity. I don't know what the tight girl gene record, how do you, how do you gauge that? Uh, how tight, maybe it's a tight gene roll record. How many rolls you have in your jeans? Uh-huh. He's got more I, I do than us I, combined. I love Big Blue Drew's uh, enthusiastic uh, dad tweets about his daughter's uh, ba basketball games. Those are fun. Those, Those are, are a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. That being said, he may still have more style than us, but the rolled jeans look, eh, just it's 
doesn't do it for me personally. No, no. Yeah. A texter says, KRC or uh, KRC Christmas present idea for Roush, a large school locker so he can shove Scooter in it to show him some more love around Christmas time. Ah, uh, it's the gift that keeps on the, giving. I do wish at the station we did have lockers. It'd be too easy. I fit in a locker too easy. Snug as bug. <laughs> Man, we only had at St. X, you had four minutes in between classes. And if you were late, you'd get a jug, which was our detentions. I'm sure you're familiar. And if you're not, uh, that's what they were called. So if you're so, the lockers always made me so nervous because you had to go right, and then you had to go left, and then you had to like go like all the way back around to the number. And if you ever messed up, and the, and the it was really crowded, and it was chaotic, and you only you knew the clock was ticking, it was pretty stressful. I used to have nightmares about being late to class at St. X and getting detentions. Never did though. Never did. Uh, haven't haven't done a good combination lock in a while. Those are fun. No, they're I not. Enjoyed fun. Those. I, I didn't enjoy them. I hated Love them. Love them. They're great. San X's lockers were weird too. They were super skinny, and then yeah, you had like were. a and then you had a top compartment. Yeah, pretty pretty weird. They were weird. Uh, texture TC from Lexington. Hey TC, he What's says up? just wanted to wish you all guys a merry Christmas. TJ have a good one with Hannah and little Lucy. Nick have a good one with Brooke, Brooke and Duke and Scoots. You and your floor mattress, all beautiful families. Oh come <laughs> on TC, Aww. he's not wrong. We are too nice family. TC. No, JK forty seven's got big time Christmas plans. They start tonight. He's gonna go to midnight mass. You, you're you're busier than Roush and me. I am stupid busy. Yeah, no time. Worst time of the year. Hey, best time of the year. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the Holly and Jolly. PC to you and yours as well. Keon often disappears like Darius Miller, except Darius was much better. Yeah, I, not a comparison I can get on board with personally. No, Darius was cons- much more consistent. Maybe not shooting, but I feel like you, you knew what you were getting from him. There would be games he'd go missing, but sometimes it was just the offense flowed in a different way. He, I think sometimes Darius's issue was maybe he wasn't assertive enough. He needed to get more involved from time mm-hmm. to time. But he was pretty he was pretty steady Eddie, if you ask me. Yep. Steady Eddie, that's what we call him. Uh, serious text, fellas. How sad is the sheriff these days? Cats are getting better and the cars are looking like Mr. Hanky. Oh, did he go on a tweet storm or anything like that, or is that just in general? I think this is just a general like uh, thoughts and prayers of the sheriff. Got a tough time of year. I know we can obviously be obnoxious, but sometimes Roush, I'm just so thankful that like it's not the other way around and you'd have those goobers making fun of us all the time. Could you imagine a world? No. I don't think I don't think let, I would be on KRC anymore. You'd, you'd let those nerds have like the upper hand. I well, just, I couldn't do it. At least we wouldn't be that embarrassing about it, too. Like, we're at least... Oh, sure. We're and, at least grounded enough we, in reality and have a sense of self-awareness to not be th- that out there. Oh, they're their own worst enemy. This is why it's been seven years of just disaster at UofL. Because they they have f- refused to ever just look in the mirror and say, are we the issue? <laughs> have we have we just allowed this to go on because we can't call it like it? It's always somebody else's fault, right? Uh, yeah. The board, UK, it's it's conspiracy, it's that. In reality, you just have bad people leading the show, and you don't have your media calling them out. Uh, and then when you do, and then you end up calling out the wrong P. It's just it, they're it, they're it's hilarious. Really just, it's a garbage fire. You just can't look away. Nope. Uh, that being said, I wish all those folks a merry Christmas. 
Texture on Thorne's text line says, Touchdown Joe, not hitting up the Newport Aquarium? Get Liddy and see some penguins. <laughs> Who's Touchdown Joe? Burrow. Uh, oh, oh, Joey Biscuits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's this next one? You, you go ahead and take that one. I don't Instead of consecration, they said transubstantiation. Are we just Is that the actual? Words I hate big words. Justin tries to grab the wine chalice, but gets carded by the priest. <laughs> <laughs> Almost couldn't finish that because I was laughing. That's a good text. Oh, gosh, I have no it? doubt about that. I get carded for freaking lottery tickets. No, you don't. I swear oh, by my the life. Way, somebody forgot the lottery. Life. I hope it wasn't my day. Oh no. Oh no. We could have won. That'd have been yeah. our Christmas gift. Oh no. Whose day is it? We'll find out. Yeah. Hold on. You read another text. John here again. Sorry about that, Justin. I know you're a big Steelers fan. I apologize. I know it's a lot of laughter and fun, but hey, I want you to have the best Christmas possible. Merry Christmas, my friend. Gotta go. Talk to you later. Hey, you too, John. Thanks for circling back. Oh, what a guy, that, that John. <laughs> I think it was Dugan's Day. Oh, wow. wow. Guess we're not getting Christmas bonuses this year. Just glad it wasn't me. How the heck are we going to do renovations of the station if he's not getting his lottery ticket? Gosh, it was dude. Trevor's turn last week, right? Correct. His ticket, look, Trevor's lottery tickets are always just like jumbled up too. And like, oh, big surprise. It's like, what the hell happened, Trevor, from you getting this ticket and you taking the picture of the ticket? They're probably all repeats, re- reuses from last lottery. I checked the dates. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Uh, Dugan, you owe us a lottery ticket. Best not miss it, buddy. Hopefully, nobody won. It's getting pretty high. I think it's getting close to four hundred million. Yeah, I could use four hundred million. That'll do. Sure. Uh, Texter sharing my grievance: ending the twelve days of KRC Christmas is BS. Disappointed, fellas. It's a pandemic. It's pandemic. Yeah. Unprecedented times. Unprecedented. Except last. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Uh, except you know we did it last year, and there was also a <laughs> pandemic. Uh, I had a baby. What, yeah. what what other excuses we got? Um, we don't have time. Uh, intern cat's been <laughs> mis- in, intern cat's been missing for months. There's more important things than the twelve days of KRC Christmas. No time's the best excuse, though. Yeah, really. Okay, well, I guess we go to Christmas break. Yeah. That's right. Woo! Hope everybody right. has a, it's merry and bright for everyone out there. All right, just one real quick. You can either say a Christmas, just favorite Christmas movie. Home Alone. Uh, I'm a Christmas Vacation guy. Home Alone, Christmas Vacation. I'm also a Christmas Vacation guy. That's my favorite Christmas movie. But to say something different, I've come back around on it. Christmas Story. I kind of got sick of it because my mom would basically force us to watch it growing up. Rewatching it, pretty funny. A lot of good one-liners. And uh, shout out to the Bumpus Hounds. Shout out to the Bumpus Hounds. Everybody have a Merry Christmas. Be safe this weekend. And we can't thank you all enough for listening to this goofy radio show that we do. We will see you on Monday. And who knows what we'll have to talk about. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. If the fates allow. Hang a shining star upon the highest bar.